Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. So in the previous podcast, the previous episodes, we talked about tasks in and out of the classroom. We talked about tasks and chores in and out of the house. But let's say you have some time and you want to do some good leisure stuff outside the home. What are some good ideas and how could they be applied from a fine motor or gross motor aspect? And what can be done and what can you do? And how could you use your time properly? So we just wanted to talk some leisure sports. So let's talk some leisure sports. You know, growing up, there were many different ideas that I really liked. And one of them that comes to mind the most is the bike riding. You know, we just bought a bike for our three-year-old son, a tiny little bike. But all ages can use bike riding. It's wonderful. It gets different senses involved. You know, you have the gross motor with the feet and the whole body moving with the proprioception, the vestibular movement in place. And then you also have the hand steering, so you have those involved as well. Bike riding I always liked, but when it comes to getting the bike ready, getting the tires ready, that could be a hassle. So when you have the hand pump, if you have the time, you have the patience, it's much cheaper to have a hand pump, so you can use that for sure. But I would suggest to get an electric one, which will save your muscles, it'll save your arms, it'll save you time. They now make rechargeable ones, they make ones with batteries, they make ones that can be plugged in, and they make ones that I think attach to the car, which I think we used when I was a kid. But bike riding is so wonderful, you know, there are different types of gears, different types of shifts that could be used and it's just a wonderful wonderful thing that could be involved you know if you have a backyard or even if you go to the park which is really great the park in itself is a wonderful leisure time sport to do and then if you bike right around it's a great mode of transportation i think there's even a city in europe that only uses bikes can you imagine no cars on the road just bikes how wonderful that would be for the air for the environment for just the camaraderie in the community and when involved in bike riding you know the amount of effort put in to get up the hill might be hard but when i used to go down those hills it used to feel like we were flying and it was no greater sense no greater movement and it was a great accomplishment and thinking about it from an ot perspective that was probably the vestibular wonderful sensory aspect that we got with the wind cutting into us and and the speed going down but even if you go around a track it's also wonderful so bike riding is great there are different types of bikes i myself just get the mountain bike because that works for all different terrains and i wish we could bike ride more often we got a little more busy these days but there are also the racing bikes and the bikes that can be used on city streets there's hybrid bikes there's also commuter bikes and foldable bikes depending on where you want to go with it and what you want to do with it they start at a very low price and they go all the way up depending on what you're looking at there's also rollerblading which i never was really good at i could only go never turn or stop but if you are good at that that's also really nice a nice leisure sport and uh, don't forget to make sure you have your balance and you have your pads and your helmets. Always wear a helmet when bike riding or rollerblading or any of these activities that involve these semi-dangerous things that you should be aware of. And roller skating is also great. You could also do this as a nice date activity for those of you out there who it applies to. And you could go to a rink, you could go to a roller rink, and even in the streets, the sidewalks are not great because it's really better to have even terrain so the bikes, so the wheels, excuse me, don't get caught. But they have many different rinks and they have many different places, and even in a path, even in a park, you could use this also, and that's nice as well. The roller skates I find much more difficult. I was never able to roller skate or ice skate. It was really, rollerblading was the only thing and only in very, very limited aspects. But a very nice activity to do. There's also the scooter, which was, when I was a kid, I loved that. But if you think about it, it might not be as as wise to use the scooter. There's a big debate out there where people go to work and they don't walk. They think about, do they bike ride or should they scooter? And there's two schools of thought. The bike riding is a little faster 
and it gets both legs involved, and uh, it's it's just more of a, of a whole body movement. And then there's many people who are very into the scooter. But think about how the scooter works. There's usually one leg that's kicking off, and that's doing most of the work, and the other leg is not doing much work, so it's pretty unbalanced. And that other leg could get very tired. You could bulk up that leg, but then what's happening to the other leg? Even though both hands are holding on to the scooter, think about the whole body movement itself. So I'm much a bigger fan of bike riding. Although a scooter was fun when I was a kid also. And the other day in gym, when I was with the kids in a session, we did scooters. And that was fun to relive that also. Switching gears, though, there's also these other activities. In, in many gyms nowadays in community centers, there's different activities, different things that can be done. Besides for the usual basketball and, and the usual things like that, You could they also have, sometimes they have a court like a racquetball court or a paddleball court and I think there's a difference in the two activities one of them I think uses a real paddle and one of them uses like a tennis type of racket but a very interesting activity a very engaging activity very very movement oriented very quick you got to follow the ball you hit the ball off the wall you got to hit it again before it hits the floor some people play it as in uh, as in a handball type of a thing besides for using the hand they hit it onto the floor onto the wall with the paddle or whatnot but that also could be a lot of fun my favorite activity when I was in camp was frisbee frisbee is fantastic I, f- I wish it was a real sport that people would play much more often but throwing that frisbee getting that nice spin and then you run after it you could think of all the senses involved in that Besides for the fine motor of getting that wrist movement and moving that frisbee, if you don't hold it with those three fingers we always talk about, it really doesn't get a good spin as much as everything else. And that's frisbee. And there's now frisbee golf. There's also frisbee football where you play the game with using that frisbee and you have to pass it in different passes. I also tried golf coming from personal experience. I'm just giving you some leisure sports that I thought were whole body intensive and very good and active and nice leisure activities. You know, in, in our aid, in the different aspects of our domains of our life our occupations we've spoken about all the different ones and leisure is a huge one it's very important to always carve out time and the ones that involve fine motor and gross motor are always great golf is a hard one it takes a lot of physics and mechanics involved you have to have a good swing and a lot of patience because if you don't hit it that right way the ball can go all over the place and might not be so fun but you could try that also if you want archery was one i never really got to try but also one we wanted to mention you think about all these movies like Lord of the Rings and whatnot, it looks very easy, it looks like a lot of fun, but actually not so easy. One hand has to stabilize the actual bow, and the other one pulls back the string. You have to get the arrow on the string properly and hold held in the right direction, and you got to pull it back all the way. It takes a lot of strength, a lot of muscles of those fingers and wrists, and once you do that properly, you could get the target, and it could be a lot of fun. But dialing it down, there's ping pong and billiards, which is all over the place, especially in bowling alleys. Bowling is also a nice one. Ping pong is very good for hand-eye coordination. Very hard to follow that ball. It takes a lot of practice, but could be a lot of fun. Tennis is the much more broad aspect of ping pong. Ping pong is called table tennis, obviously. But those are nice activities as well. Billiards involves the shooting the ball with the, the handheld stick. That could be a lot of fun also, especially getting the different angles. And if you want to involve a lot of people and you want to involve getting it into a more greater activity, there's laser tag, paintball, and water guns, which are water games, can be made into different teams. And you have to hit the targets and you have to hit the people. And those guns, there's different guns. There's big ones and small ones, and that could be involving the different senses as well. There's also many different water sports and uh, snow sports, but we won't talk about all of them. We just wanted to give some ideas. But those are all different things that can be done, like volleyball also and lacrosse, where you have a little net and a little ball trying to get it into the net. 
But these are all little ideas for leisure sports. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. This has been OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T.